If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Horse welfare and safety are of utmost importance where humans have any interaction with horses. Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Now today's guest is Hannah Weston. Hannah's been on before. She's from Connection Training and um, I'm sure that after you've listened to her chat, we're talking about 10 steps to train your horse to be a happy loader and traveller. You'll probably go back and say, yep, I need to know a little bit more about Hannah and I'll go to the connectiontraining.com website. But meanwhile, how are you today, Hannah? I'm really well. Thank you for having me back. Oh, that's okay. Look, good to have you because you've always got lots of information. And lots of positive information and solutions to people with horses. Now, this whole loading and travelling, tell us why you've chosen this in particular. Um, well, I think it's just such a common problem that people have in the in the horse world. It's yes. one that, um, yeah, I mean, you see any event that you go to, there's yep. going to be at least one person struggling. But it's not just the going into the, um, into the horse box or trailer. I think a lot of horses you know, panic about being shut in. Some of them don't travel very well. They often arrive sweaty, anxious. Um, and I think it's really important that if we're going to travel our horses, which I think is great to be able to enrich their lives as well as ours, that we teach them how to do it in a way that they're happy with. They're enjoying it. Yeah. Now, if we're going to identify the horse's biggest loading challenge, because every horse is going to be different and there's lots of different reasons. So if we talk about how can we identify the horse's biggest loading challenge? Yeah, absolutely. This is um, a really great point to start with because, I mean, loading is such a difficult problem for so many horses because it goes against so many of their natural instincts. It mm -hmm. goes against you know, leaving their herd, going into a small space, being into this, um, you know, it's all rattly, there's traffic, there's new things, they don't know what's going to happen at the other end. There's like a lot of different challenges and there are different bits that will specifically challenge different horses so if you've got a horse who's very anxious about going into like uh, maybe into a, an enclosed barn or in, doesn't like standing staying in the stable or won't go through a squeeze then you've probably got a horse who's quite um, a bit claustrophobic doesn't really like being in these small spaces and that might be the area that you really need to focus on to help the loading and traveling or maybe mm -hmm. you've got a horse who um, is really anxious if they're companion or if they're separated from their companion just by a really short distance you know sometimes it can be just outside of the gate um, and if they're anxious in that situation then again it's probably going to be separation anxiety if you're traveling the horse on their own that is going to be the biggest challenge that you're going to have to overcome with that horse and then there are loads of other ones as well I mentioned you know traffic and noise and um, going to stressful environments so some horses are more 
um, kind of reactive than others about going to, you know, busy, noisy places with lots of different horses. Some horses think it's a party and they really enjoy it. And other horses get quite anxious by that environment and they need a bit of help there. And then there's other things like, um, you know, balance and physical issues that can come in when they're traveling as well, that maybe it's actually that it's uncomfortable for your horse to have to balance themselves while they're actually traveling. So if you can identify which bit it is, it kind of helps you to uh, prepare them um, specifically to help your horse be more happy with it. Yes, yes. And I think that's the focus, isn't it? It's not just getting your horse loaded and traveling. It's so they can be a happy loader and traveler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. What sort of exercises can we do in preparation for loading the horse? What can we do in preparation for that? Yeah, so I um, think preparation exercises are really important, but it's often that we just think about getting the horse, you know, another step up of the ramp, another step up the ramp, further and further in. But actually, if you break it down, you can put some groundwork in, um, some baseline in place, which really helps that process for both of you. And also, if you don't have um, daily access to a horse box or trailer, then these exercises can really help as well. So if you think about some of the things that they need for um, loading and traveling, there's going to be things like standing on different surfaces, going into small spaces, as I mentioned before, separating from other horses. Also things like um, standing tied, having the um, body awareness to be able to move their quarters over or their shoulders over to maneuver in a small, small space. And also some work to help their... Um, you know, getting de-spooking work over different kind of noises, traffic, um, and then also some you can do in hand stuff as well just to help strengthen them a bit. So that can be some uh, kind of really gentle lateral works, pole work, things like that, just to help uh, make sure that they're nice and fit so that they can uh, travel. And again, your horse will be able to do some of them very easily and will struggle with some others. So it's just about focusing in on what the horse needs okay. most and gradually building up their confidence. Yep, yep. Now, just a little bit of information here too, because everywhere you go, everyone's going to call something slightly different. But we often in Australia call our boxes or trailers floats, okay? Yes. A lot of people <laughs> think about floating the teat, but no, this is, we call the trailer a float. Um, but how can you start making this box or trailer or float it, the horse wants to be there you know the horse is happy to go to yeah um I think I mean most people if they're wanting to work on loading um mm -hmm. have an existing loading problem so by that point your horse has already got negative associations with the horse box trailer or float yes. but um with the box and so when they see it even um you're starting to take the ramp down and things that can be enough to start to see them um their anxiety being triggered maybe they'll start to box walk if they're in the stable they might leave the area if they can um and so we need to change those negative associations to positive ones so that they see the box and, and um they feel like oh this is going to be fun this is going to be something that i want to do mm -hmm. and that really if you can change the emotions then you really change the behavior because the behavior is driven by how the horse feels so there are lots of different things you can do and a really simple one that i like to do is just feed the horse their, their feed bucket at the horse box every day. Now, if you've got a horse who's really anxious, that might begin just by the side of it. Um, and then gradually, you know, you'll have it open and they can eat on the ramp. And But it just becomes a really daily routine, something that they start to then associate the the trailer or the box with the, their feed bucket. And they start to be like, oh, this is going to be good. But you can also do things like, um, you know, maybe for their uh, daily grooming session, instead of tying them up next to their stable, you tie them to the side of the box. 
rocks and that's where they have their hay net it's where they get groomed it's a really nice relaxing session and um, you can also then start just to play games on the the around the horse box as well so maybe you scatter treats on the ramp and let them kind of explore them um, and you can just you know bring some interesting things to uh, the horse box so that whenever they're going there and I would do it as often as you can if you're trying to overcome some negative associations whenever the horse is going to it they're starting to be like oh this is going to be fun this is going to be interesting yep. um, and of course using reward-based training techniques I would mm -hmm. use a lot as well mm -hmm. so games like um, targeting and I've also done fetch and Spanish walk and all sorts of things <laughs> around the horse box to make it really fun yep. Um, yep. as a kind of formal training towards yes. it as well yes okay okay and I like the way that you you know it's just your whole philosophy changing the emotions to change the behavior and making it a positive experience so that's just your philosophy isn't it it is yes yeah, it's the basis yeah, yeah. of everything that we of how we approach all horse training yeah yeah now how can we teach you you know I know that you want to teach the horse to stay right from those first steps on the ramp but can you tell us a bit more about teaching that yeah absolutely so I like I said before, the focus when we're working on loading is often about if the horse goes two steps up the ramp, we not want the next step, and then they, they want the next step and the next step until they're all the way in. Mm. Um, and often, you know, that focus is like, let's just get the horse in. But actually, once they're in, they need to be able to stand there on their own and be closed in and for you to leave them. And all of that is quite challenging. And often they get really anxious when their human leaves. So I'm mm -hmm. sure you've seen it before, yep. standing yep, with sure. them, they're okay. Yeah. You go outside, shut the door, and they start panicking and pawing. Yep. Yep. So you can train that right from the beginning by, um, so say your horse is just happy putting two feet on the ramp. At that point, you can ask them to stay. I would use a stationary target for them to stay at, which is just an object that they have been trained to hold their nose on. So they've got that choice to leave if they want, but they would rather not because it's uh, very rewarding. But you could just have a feed bucket there or a hay net, um, or you can tie them up as long as they're not going to panic and get too anxious. So even just a couple of feet on the ramp, can they stand there while you then leave them? Maybe at the beginning, you just go to the back and just scratch their tail and then go back and reassure them at their head. But build up to once they're there, can you then, you know, walk around the ramp, start to open and shut the jockey door, clang things around, and they, they get used to just standing there for a while on their own. And then, of course, you'll work a bit more on them going um, further up the ramp, and then you'll repeat that when they're conf confident, say, with maybe four feet on the ramp. You're like, okay, just stand there for a second. I'm just going to go around, come back. So that right from the beginning, they're, like, they're used to that duration of standing, um, and they're used to you leaving, and they're really happy with that. So by the time they get all the way in, that's not even an issue. You don't have to feel like, oh, my gosh, we've got to shut them in, or they're going to knock out or rush out. Um, that they're like, oh, well, I'm just standing here, that's fine. You'll leave, you'll come back, and everything's nice and calm. Okay, okay. And what about, you know, training them to go in, training them to go out, and I know that you're progressing gradually. Tell us a bit more because you've got to train them to come out and not panic as they're running out as well, haven't you? You do, yeah. I trained um, one horse who was so scared of the a big um, shire who was so scared of the, the horse box ramp that um, he would just jump. It was a big horse box, jump from the top to the, the ground, avoiding the whole thing oh, wow. uh, completely. Yep. Everybody just stayed out of the way. But yeah, um, I think it's really important that the coming out is trained too. Now, it depends on the type of, of layout of the box of the trailer, because obviously if you've got one that they go all the way through, that's often easier. They've got a front and loader. Yes. But a lot of them have to back out or they have to go in. Um, mine's a little small three-and-a-half-ton side loader horse box, so they've already got to to go in, manoeuvre themselves and manoeuvre them themselves back around because <laughs> there's not very much space. 
So really kind of planning that. So again, this comes back to some of the preparation. If your horse has got to back out, especially if it's down a drop, make sure that they're really confident stepping on and off pedestals, just beginning with low ones and, and getting a bit higher that they can confidently back off um, a pedestal because it's a bit scary for them if their foot's going off into space. So again, practice that in a, an easier, safer environment first. So it's something they're really confident to do um, and then bring that into the, the box. Um, or if it's about going down ramps, you can work on teaching your horse to really, again, go on different surfaces, but also balance a little bit going down banks and steep hills so that yep. they're again prepared for for going down um going down those different surfaces and then um the other thing about going in and out is that you want to practice that again right from the beginning so it's it's you go two feet on two feet off three feet onto the ramp three feet off again so yes, that they're yes. practicing yep. that all the way and this also builds into this um, i call it a challenge sandwich that you want to make a challenge sandwich with everything that you're training so you want to sandwich the challenging bit in between things that your horse finds easy and this again comes back to those emotions to help keeping your horse relaxed and confident so if your horse say is happy with um four feet on the ramp but doesn't want to step into the horse box itself then you'll work on going up to um you know three feet and back off four feet on back off three feet on back off four feet on back off and then you'll go okay can we have this next bit and you'll wait there a little bit because they're like oh it's a bit scary they give you a try you give them a big reward and back them off and go back to then just going okay great that was fantastic all you had to do just back to three feet or four feet on the ramp um, and go back to an easier stage yep. and then after you've repeated that a little bit you try the challenging bit again and say hey can you step in and instead of them having stepped in and then being asked to do more and more so they got anxious then they stepped in got a big reward backed off got to do the easy set easy level again and so they're like oh actually that was okay last time that worked out all right I think I can probably do it again and yep. um, so as you're training this it helps to build their confidence slowly but also as you say it builds that teaching them how to maneuver in this space how mm. to go up the ramp and down the ramp um, yep. all at the same time. Wow. Okay. Okay. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine maybe one day you could be a guest on horse chats now i'm just thinking then you know and obviously you're progressing them when you shut them in how can you work with them so they don't go into a major panic when you leave them you know what are you doing there yeah i think um uh, yeah it's just not very nice for anyone is it when you feel that you have to quickly shut everything because the horse is panicking and mm. it's often then go 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 yes, just start driving yes, they have yes. to balance and yeah, we want to avoid that. So all of the work that we've talked about so far will really help because by this time your horse is confident going in, happy to stand in while you go around and kind of move things and rattle things. So from there, um, when it comes to, to starting to close the partitions again, um, I want to start 
making sure that I'm watching the horse's um, emotional state and threshold. So mm-hmm. if they, they're not to make sure they're staying under threshold so that they're happy and comfortable with everything that I'm doing. So if your horse, for example, you're going into a like a two stall trailer and um, so the horse has gone in the, where you tend to open the partition so it's wide. The horse goes in and then you have to close the partition next to them and put the back bar up. So the horse is now happy with the partition open, going all the way in, standing, and for a bit of duration, you can kind of move around, rattle things. Um, So then when you're starting to close the partition, you can stand at the back of the horse and just start to move it a little bit. And maybe just that's enough for your horse to put their head up and start looking at you and you can just reassure them like, hey, it's okay, but don't shut it anymore. And then when they go, oh, okay, this is all right, and go back to the hay net or whatever, you can... open it again go go up give them a pack give them a carrot something like that and then go back to the partition and do it again so mm-hmm. you're really working with your horse they've got that choice they're saying okay I'm okay with this I'm not okay with that um and just by watching for those signs of tension your horse will tell you what they're comfortable with and, and what they're not and it might sound like a really slow process all of this <laughs> and it can take a little bit of time to uh retrain but it really makes um you know all of my horses just they well actually they have to be shut away if I'm opening the box because they try and climb in before it's ready. <laughs> and some of them are confirmed non-loaders. But this piece I is really important for me because I hate it when they're panicking inside. Yes. So I've trained them all of this so that they can, you know, just go in and 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 stand in. And as we've been closing the partition, that they're like, okay, this is fine. I'm not worried about this. Don't stop eating or anything. Um, and I think it's really important that they're comfortable with that element as well. Yep. Now, I'm just thinking because they're in there, right? So how long do we practice just standing in it? And or what do we look for before we progress from just standing? This is a really good question because we tend to, when I say we humans, tend to want to move <laughs> yes. fast. Yes. And it's like, oh, good, tick that box. The horse is going in and standing in. But it might only be for 30 seconds, which can mm-hmm. feel like 30 seconds or a minute or something, which can feel like quite a long time at the beginning when you're first uh, closing them in. But once your horse is happy to go in, then I really practice standing there for quite a long time. So if you go back to the preparation exercise that I said where they get their feed bucket like at the ramp or around the horse box every day, yep. I'll just progress to, okay, well, they're going to stand in and get their bucket in there, all closed in now that they're used to um now that they're happy to be stood in, it's just progressed each day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like to make sure that they're happy standing in it for quite long periods of time, really relaxed, that they can just eat their hay, that they don't don't stop eating, um, you know, they're nice and, and soft and relaxed. Because you might get stuck in traffic or break down or when you arrive at another uh, the end place you want your horse and you switch the engine off, you want your horse just to be able to stand calmly and not immediately panic that they're not getting out. So, um, yeah, you can practice for quite a while. In fact, in one of my videos, I've got one where I'm uh, training one of one horse of mine to be happy standing in. And at this point, I um, stand with her a while and then go into the house, make a cup of tea, come back out. And she's still just <laughs> eating her hay net. And I remember somebody um, having watched that and she said, gosh, I still get anxious watching that video, even though I've seen it before and know that it's fine. <laughs> I think that's... Um, something that where we get anxious and it's actually just about putting the training steps in place we we panic we worry that the horse is going to panic but if you just build really slowly and put all those training steps in place they won't because you've built it up slowly and you made sure that everything's um ready for them and that they're ready for what you're asking them to do so yeah I like to practice it for quite a long time and switching the engine off on switching the engine off that kind of thing getting them used to things changing around them so that they are um yeah just really happy and relaxed to stand in it because when they're traveling they're going to be in it for quite a long time yep 
Yep, yep. Now, because I think training, you know, you're looking for those subtle changes like is the horse eating, is he happy eating or is he a bit worried and looking at you. Um, so sort of telling you this, the next step, you know, the driving short distances, again, you know, what are we looking for before we can go just that little bit longer? What sort of subtle things is the horse telling us that they're worried or not or happy about it? Yeah, so from the when they're building the duration of standing in, like I said, you'll be switching the engine on mm. and off, going to see your horse, going shutting the door again, leaving them to it. And you'll know from there, um, you know, how relaxed they they are. I mean, signs of more anxiety that you want to really make sure that you're avoiding is um, you know, if they're pooing, if they're defecating, if they are um not eating, if they're pawing and stamping, if they're snatching the food. Those signs of like that there's definitely too much anxiety and tension mm-hmm. in there. Whereas if you kind of open the door again, you go switch the engine on, come back, open the door, jockey dog over to your horse, and they're just like, oh, hi, nice to see you. Have you got a carrot for me? Then you know that, that's, <laughs> that they're nice and, and relaxed. So it kind of really builds gradually from there that if your horse now is happy that you can go in and, and start the engine, that maybe you'll just drive it a few metres and then switch the engine off and go back and check the horse and see how they are. And um, I quite like to do that um, either around the yard or around the arena or field, whatever you've got, just in like little stages. So Mm. they pop in, drive a little bit and really slowly. A nice thing to do at the beginning is to build. And so you go backwards first, just a couple of meters and then gradually take it forwards. And that going backwards first helps them to get their balance and to practice their, um, you know how to balance when it's all moving and of course with the loading keeping it with the driving sorry keeping it really really slow um with my horses if they they if they have to balance if they stamp a foot from lacking balance then that's a sign to me that I've gone way too fast Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I want them to basically be able to go to sleep when when I'm driving um, and being really careful with that. So this is a really good time to practice your horse's balance, your driving, and just in tiny little bits, you can just go for, you know, 10 meters or something and stop, go back and check your horse. Maybe you unload them, reload them again, um, then drive another few meters. And that also helps getting practicing loading and unloading in different places um, as well, because obviously the horse is going to get unloaded with a different view um, than where they went in. And from there, I just really build it up to, again, you know, over a few sessions to build it up to a short journey on the roads where I usually at the beginning um, end up coming back home. So once they're getting, as they're getting the idea, we go for a bit longer, maybe I'll take them out for 20, 30 minutes, come back um, and we'll unload at home again. So they're like, oh, actually that was fine. By this time they're happy being in there. It's a nice place to be. And when they unload, they're in a good place as well. So that's generally how I introduce the movement to them. Okay. Okay. Now we've done everything. It's been positive. You know, you've gone through, you've had consideration for their emotions. You've gone through your challenge, you know, sandwich, talking about what we do to progress. Is there anything else we can do to make the whole experience of going from somewhere to another destination positive? Yeah, I think, um, like I said before, a lot of horses get quite anxious in Mm -hmm. new environments um, and especially things like shows where there's a lot going on, there's a lot of energy. Um, And if the the, uh, travelling always leads to an experience like that, then it can kind of put them off travelling, of Mm -hmm. course, because you're not going to want to to go to where you end up. So um, I think a lot of it's about making the destination experience really something nice and relaxing where you and your horse can be together talking about pressure at shows that can also be how the human changes when we feel like we've got to compete 
the horse can be like, well, I don't really like you when we travel. Can we not just have the home human where you're nice and relaxed and calm? So it's just trying to keep that um, that awareness and that connection as you start to go to different places. So at the beginning, I like really like to go to no pressure environments. So again, this is going to depend on what you've got local to you. Um, but somewhere that might be like your friend's private house where it's going to be nice and quiet and um, a, a small yard again if you can try and go mid-morning mid-week when there are very few people there so you're going to have a few strange horses around and things but no high energy stuff or maybe just to like a little um it's like a little woodland car park that i've got that i often take my horses to which again is a very quiet place and yeah they might come off the the horse box initially and being like oh where, where are we that anxiety and that excitement has come up but you've got the time then just to work with them on the ground help them soften help them settle and while i'm there you know we'll go back to some of those early things of like hey great well can we just scatter some treats on the ramp super now we'll go off and do some more stuff in the arena and then we'll come back and tie you up with a hay net and i'll have a cup of tea at the horse box and then we'll go back and do something else at the arena and then we'll come back in can you go in fantastic even unload them there do a bit more graze them in hand load them again and then take them home so that again it's really get they get practice loading in different environments because often loading to come home can be um a harder thing and I think that's a combination of the horse being at a higher arousal emotional arousal level in a new environment but also just not practicing loading in different places and it's um something that can be quite um challenging for horses to do things to, to load outside if they're comfortable loading in their yard loading yep. somewhere else might feel like a different behavior completely so it allows you to practice that too okay. um but yeah somewhere that there's going to be no pressure for you to have to get them in and there's not going to be anyone around who's going to try and come and help and hurry things along <laughs> just take your time until you and your horse feel really relaxed and, and confident and gradually you know build up the type of event that you're going to um, and going to competitions and not competing is also a really nice way to get your horse used to it because again there's no pressure if your horse gets there and they're all excited and stuff then you can just lead them around maybe lunge them a little just go and watch some of the competitions no no um, pressure to ride or to put that pressure on either of you to be nice and relaxed and then um the next time you go they'll be expecting it to be much more of a relaxed experience so it really builds from there yeah yeah Hannah, once we've got the behavior we want, the horse is loading, they're unloading, they're happy, they're going to a different destination, everything's positive, what can we do then to reinforce this behavior? So I think loading, I think because it's so um, against the horse's ethology, it's something very much that they would not do naturally. I find it something that to keep it confident, you need to practice it regularly. Mm -hmm. And that can be everything from, like I said, feeding at the, the box every day or in the box, but even just, um, you know, every week or two, just pop them in, drive them around for 10 minutes and then unload them again, just to keep it really, um, as part of the routine. Yep. And I find that if you, as part of the routine, then, um, you know, it's all there. So if you do have to travel to the vets or an event or um, an emergency evacuation or anything like that, your horse is really just ready to go in. I do find it's one that if your horse is, has had shown anxiety about it, if you leave it for a long time, then that can return. So just keep it as part of your routine um, and don't just then have the loading to be things like going to big events or going to the vets, try and keep it as something which has a lot of relaxation in and is something that your horse enjoys to keep it really strong um, and to keep your horse really happy about it. Good, 
Good. Now, Hannah, normally I talk to, you know, my guests and say, how can people contact you? But you've got something even better than that, haven't you? We can talk about your contact details, which will be on horsechats.com. Just go and search for Hannah with an H or search for Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N. But you've got a book coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Because I think that's pretty exciting for for people who are interested in um, getting to know you a little bit more but may not be in your area. I think this is a really good idea. Yeah, thank you. It's, um, yeah, very exciting. So our book's coming out on the 9th of November. When I say our, it's um, my, I've written it with Rachel, who's my colleague and my mum. So um, it's a collaboration. It's been a few years in the making. Um, It's taken, it's really about a kind of overview of our training philosophy. So it begins looking at the ethology and then the science of emotions in horses and then taking that into the training. So looking at the kind of training principles and overview in lots of different practical ways as well. So things like daily handling, healthcare, there's loading in there. Um, But there's also, you know, teaching groundwork and riding and keeping all of it a really positive, relaxing experience. And it's called connection training because it's about you know, you and your horse working together and really connecting. So the whole overview is about really building that relationship with your horse so that you both have a nice time together. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just when you talk about connection training, if people would like to contact you, it's connectiontraining.com, isn't it? It is, yes. Mm. And you can get the first chapter of the book for free at connectiontraining.com forward slash book. Um, so you can download that there if you want to have a little preview. Free stuff keeps coming, Hannah. You've come over. You've given us your um, your time and your knowledge and everything for free and now uh, first chapter for free. So I'm sure after that, you know, if you're happy to keep going and go on, you can uh, can they order the book online when it comes out? Yes, yeah. It's mm-hmm. available on Amazon. So um, if you go to your country's Amazon and search for connection training, then Perfect. you should find it there. Okay. But, uh, yeah, just wait until the 9th of November when that's out. But you can, you can yeah. pre-order it from now. Okay. It's available for so anytime (laughs) all right and then hannah your contact details your phone your email that's on your website connectiontraining.com yeah the best way to contact us yeah connectiontraining.com there's loads of information um i've got loads of blogs and things on there as well and yeah you can find out how to contact us and we're also on social media too under connection training on facebook instagram and youtube perfect all right hannah thanks again for chatting to us today lots of knowledge lots of ideas and uh, i think people if they would like to follow on and, and keep following you. Uh, there's plenty of opportunities here, including your book. So thanks again. Thank you very much. Okay, it's been we'll, really great. We'll talk to you again soon. Hannah, bye-bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.